Welcome to the Next Generation Construction Podcast, brought to you by G4C, the young professional voice of the built environment. We are hopefully here to inspire the next generation of our industry. Hello everyone listening to this episode of the new, brand new, Next Generation podcast. Um, I'm Lydia McGuinness and I am extremely excited to be doing this podcast. I love podcasts. I listen to them all the time. So for us to be doing our own construction-based podcast, I am super excited. Um, So this episode is going to just be about me basically give you a bit of background um into how i got into g4c um how i got into the construction industry and basically you know why when and how i'm here um just give you a bit of my experience which hopefully if you construction professionals or want to be professionals are listening it might give you some advice or it might not but anyway we're gonna have fun So I've just thought, I'm not sure how fun we can make this because it is virtual and you are just listening to my voice, um, which I have been told is quite high-pitched and annoying. So yeah, if you're going to carry on listening, then please go grab yourself gin and tonic. Um, If you're at work, then don't do that. Go and get yourself a nice strong coffee and hopefully it'll make it a bit more enjoyable. Um, so I'm not going to go through what G4C is because Jack's already gone through that um, in the first episode of the podcast. So if you haven't listened to that, then go and check it out. Um, but I'm just going to ramble on now about what G4C means to me, really. Um, so I probably should have mentioned earlier, but I am co-chair of G4C Yorkshire and Humber along with Demi who um, is also involved in the podcast so you'll be hearing from her Um, and I've been involved in G4C for around four no five years yeah so I I went to the G4C Yorkshire Humber Awards um, which was an amazing night I really enjoyed it and I wanted to be more involved so I joined the committee and then after a year I became a co-chair and I've been a co-chair for around three years. So, yeah, it's been a massive, massive part of my journey and my career. Um, you know, I've been involved in GFC since I first started in the industry, really. So I definitely, you know, wouldn't be um, where I am or be the same person without it if I hadn't have got involved. So good luck with getting rid of me because I'm going to be here for a while. Um, so yeah, GVC looking back has benefited me in more ways than I probably thought it ever would. Um, I think I've definitely grown in confidence because of GVC and it's taught me so much about the industry, um, from attending seminars and events and obviously the events that we run as GVC ourselves, um, and listening to the different speakers that we get. Um, I've learned so much about the industry that I wouldn't have known about if I'd have just carried on with my day-to-day job. Um, so, yeah, I really feel like without G4C, I would have just been in my own little construction bubble. 
um, plodding along, not knowing anything else about what's going on um, in the wider industry. And I wouldn't have known about all these other professions and all these other amazing things that people are doing because GFC has connected me with so many different people and I've met um, and spoke to some, you know, amazing people. So, yeah, I've learned a hell of a lot um, from it. And, yeah, not only for my career development, but socially, you know, I've made a lot of friends through G4C that are, you know, young professionals like me. So um, it's good to have people to speak to and talk to and have in-depth conversations with um, with people that are experiencing similar things to you and they're in a similar position to you, but they're not your colleagues um, and, you know, they're not your family or your friends that might not know that much about the industry so yeah socially it's been it's been great to have that kind of support bubble um and people around you um that you can talk to um I mean GFC has also given me a lot of hangovers because obviously at the end of the day we are a young professionals group so we do like to enjoy ourselves as well um but anyway that's a side note um so yeah um we have the awards each year as well which I mentioned before um which is a fabulous night you know it celebrates all the amazing young people um in the region that you know need to be celebrated because because they're doing great things in the industry um and it's just it's just a great night of celebration um and I look forward to it every year it's it's one of my favorite nights of the year um so yeah, I think GFC is just, it's just a really great little community and it's a great place for young people to come and discuss and debate and be heard really. Um, I mean, just doing this podcast proves that we want to create a space for young professionals to come and talk about whatever they want, whatever they're passionate about um, and they can be heard. So yeah, I really hope this podcast reaches out to people um especially in the current situation that we're in um with the coronavirus pandemic you know it's it's crap it is really really crap and and people are struggling you know especially if you're on your own um you know i am by myself and it's nice to just feel like you're part of something even if that's virtually um so hopefully this this is going to help people um, and we're going to hear some great things from different guests, the guests that we have and different speakers and yeah, I'm just super excited. I've realised that I need to stop saying super excited because <laughs> I think I've said it about four times now. Um, yeah. Moving on, um, so I'm just going to give you a bit of background into how I got into the construction industry. So I, my family are very um, traditional, so it was my brother and sister who are both older than me, it was very much GCSEs, A-levels, go to uni. Um, so when I finished my GCSEs, the obvious thing was to go to sixth form and do my A-levels, which is what I did. And yeah, I mean, it was just integrated into my brain from my parents and from school that if I wanted to be successful, I needed to do my A-levels and I needed to go to university and I needed to get a degree and then a job, which that was the plan. 
Um, but we went off path and thank God we did. So yeah, thankfully for me, I found my A-levels extremely stressful and didn't enjoy them one bit and got quite ill actually doing my A-levels and studying for them and just the stress and the pressure, it all just got too much and I just crumbled, couldn't handle it. So um, once finishing them, I said to my mum and dad, I said, I am not going to university, I don't want to do any more studying, I need to get myself better, I just want to start working, I want to start earning my own money. Um, So I ended up getting my mum on board and we went to an apprenticeship fair So I spoke to a few different construction companies there and decided that it was kind of the perfect job for me because I wanted a job where I wasn't stuck in an office. Um, So with construction, especially working on site, you get the best of both worlds, you get to go outside, you get to be office-based for meetings. So, um, yeah, and it was something different. It was something that none of my friends were doing. it was exciting. I, it was something I knew nothing about. So I guess that intrigued me. Um, so I ended up applying and I got an apprenticeship um, with the construction company and with now um, Henry Boots, um, who are fantastic and I love working for them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, after a lot of criticism from my career's advice, may I just say, who um, I quote told me that my husband, this is the careers advice woman, said, my husband is an engineer and doesn't get home till 7pm at night. Is that really a job that you want? Oh, God. Well, I'm glad she said that, because if anything, it made me want to do it more. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I had friends that probably judged me a bit because I wasn't going to university like them and I wasn't going to have this university life. Um, But now they all look back and say that they wish they'd probably taken a similar route to me because they're in a lot of debt um but that's not to say that university isn't great and apprenticeships aren't for everyone but for me it worked out very well um so yeah I got an apprenticeship and um I have been working for them for the last five years on site um as kind of a trainee site manager and I have been doing they sponsored me to go to uni so I've done three years at uni just qualified well qualified last year um and I did that part-time so I did one day a week at uni and then four days working um which has well you just got the best of both worlds earning while you're learning and um yeah got a degree out of it that I didn't have to pay for so fantastic and I got all the experience from being on site so it made the made the degree a lot easier so that's how I got into construction I would if people say oh is did you always want to work in construction probably not it wasn't a um you know in my head from young that I loved Bob the Builder and I wanted to be in construction I wish that was the case but it's not um so I did kind of fall into it but after doing some research about the industry. Um, But I just highly recommend the construction industry if anyone is listening to this that is struggling to decide what they want to do. Yeah, that's how I got into construction and I love it.
Okay, so I'm just going to go through um, what a site manager actually is because some people might be listening to this thinking, I have no idea what she's on about. Um, so, yeah, I am now an assistant site manager after finishing my part-time degree in construction project management. Um, although I did start out as a trainee technician with the construction company I'm with, which was great because... It allowed me to try out a few different construction professions before deciding what route I wanted to go down. So, yeah, I decided construction project management was the route for me. Probably because, I don't know, when I was a trainee technician on site and I would look at the site manager, everyone was always asking for them. Um, If there was a problem, everyone would be like, where's the site manager? And they just, they kind of seemed like the the heart of the project and the core of the project and I could just really see myself um in that position so I wasn't thinking about anything else um a lot of people say to me oh well you know you're a woman in construction and what about when you have kids and you've got to be on site for seven and you've got to pick the kids up and I just think look I am where I am now I'm enjoying my job now and let's see where the future takes me because I don't even know if I'm having kids and who knows where the industry will be in, you know, a couple of years. Um, People might not... This perception of of working on site might have completely changed and be completely different and people can have flexi working and and all that jazz. So, So I don't really worry about it. I like what I'm doing now. I enjoy project management slash site management. Um, So, yeah, I basically look after the day-to-day running of the site, make sure all the operatives are carrying out their job safely, um, and obviously with the health in mind. um, I attend meetings on site, so, like, client team meetings, take the client round. um, We have meetings about the subcontractors and their performance and how they're doing. We have planning meetings, so making sure that the... Um, projects on track um, but basically the majority of my time is spent on site just making sure that the project is getting built um, obviously looking at drawings um, and making sure that it's getting built to the drawings and and just making sure everyone is safe and goes home safe at night so that is basically in a roundabout way what I do um, and then on the side, I've obviously got GFC, which I love doing. Um, so, yeah, that is kind of what I do. I don't know if there's anything else to add. Um, obviously, I am a minority, being a woman on site, um, which doesn't really bother me. I I just treat everyone the same. And at the end of the day, if people aren't treating me right, then um, they'll either get kicked off site or you know I'll confront them so um yeah we'll get more onto women in construction though probably later on in some other podcasts um and we'll have a good debate and discussion about it and and see what what other women and what other men think that that are working in the industry Okie dokie, so I'm going to end this podcast very soon, if you're wondering. Um, I'm just going to finish on a bit of what, well, the main thing GFC has taught me, um, which is confidence. Um, So 
I was super, super shy. You probably don't believe it, but I was when I first started in the construction industry. I hated public speaking. I would die if I had to stand up in a room and speak with just two or three people. Um, and at school, I was awful. I was terrible um, at speaking in front of people. Um, but after joining GFC and working on site where I had no choice, I had to speak to, you know, speak to the operatives on site. I had to induct them onto site where I have to, you know, go through all the rules that the site has, and I have to speak in front of them all. Um, and obviously GFC with networking, speaking to different people, and connecting to different people. I think my confidence just over time grew. Um, you know, and now I speak at the awards with. Two, over 200 people and yeah I'm a little bit nervous but you know I'm not having a panic attack and I deal with it so I definitely wouldn't have been as confident without GFC and the networking has just been a humongous benefit so if you are starting out in the industry then my biggest piece of advice would number one join GFC but number two um, network, 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 network as much as you can. Go to every seminar, go to every um, whatever there is, event that, that's been organised in your area and meet people and get to know what other people do um, and from there you just you just learn more and you have a greater knowledge um, of the industry that you're working in which is really beneficial. I mean obviously it's quite hard now with covid everything's virtual um but that makes it easier in some ways to attend them because you can just jump on your computer and go to these virtual events um but hopefully once covid all ends we can all meet up face to face and um have a good old time um but yeah network as much as you can is definitely the main thing that gfc has taught me um so yeah i mean that's it really thanks for listening to this episode about me hopefully i haven't babbled on too long um but if you want to get in touch then um obviously you can follow gvc yorkshire humber on twitter or on linkedin we also have an instagram if you just type in gvc yorkshire humber um and you can follow me on twitter which is l mcginnis eight um and Lydia McGuinness for LinkedIn. So yeah, follow the podcast. Um and if you want to get involved in the podcast, then give me a message on any of the accounts that I've just said. Um and we can debate, we can discuss and yeah, I think it's just great for young professionals in the industry to be talking and sharing our experiences and sharing our thoughts. Um, and talking about what is relevant to us and what we want to see change, what we want to see different. And, you know, we, at the end of the day, are the future of the industry. Um, so we want to make it the best for us that we can. So let's start now in doing that. Um, and hopefully the podcast is just going to be a great space for sharing those thoughts. Um So yeah, that's it from me. Goodbye everyone. Episode, Lydia McGuinness episode one over. Gonna have a glass of wine now.
This was a Next Generation Construction Podcast brought to you by G4C, the young professional voice of the built environment. We are hopefully here to inspire the next generation of our industry.